This, 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 this is the epicenter of audio frequency entertainment. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best. Heffron and Reed. I love you, love you, love you. The Heffron and Reap Show. Happy birthday, John Heffron, John Reap. That were just on our hard drive. So we started playing them like the first one. Um, uh, let's go video. Uh, John Reap, as we're talking, getting a text message from uh, comedian Josh Blue. You might know Josh Blue from. I do know Josh Blue. Um, I just texted him and asked if he'd be on our show because I saw a uh, social media thing saying Josh is on America's Got Talent. And right. I was, I was curious about that. I am too. What did, he, what did, you, what did you ask him? What did he say? Wait, well, you know, I'm, I'm trying not to, to text like I text. Right? Uh, ten, I literally just came out of, uh, working in the garden. And dirt. Okay. Listen, what job, look at this. Can you give me just 10 minutes? I literally just got out of working in the garden and in dirt as and we also, we also have a private chat that you should check out. I don't know if you can see it, but there's okay. another guest that might hey, be dude, look at us. We're just starting it's all it. happening we're at once. I haven't I I haven't even got to say hello to you. I haven't yeah. even got to ask you about your weekend. And this is great. It, I mean, that's just the heat. Yeah. That the Heffern and Reap uh, <laughs> podcast has now. Yeah. And right? we have remember content. When, remember when we could start the show and just we we would just talk and say like, "Hey, John, Reap, what's up?" And you're like, "No, it's John Heffern. How are you?" And we we could start like you know just ease into things. Yeah. We, can't do it no more because uh, we're popular. We're ranked number one according to the World Podcasting Federation, and that comes with major responsibilities. And we have guests, we have content, we have a lot of things to talk about because we're going live as well. We have people that are talking to us, Shane and Zach and Deborah and Jerry and, and Wendy and all these people. Ray are watching us live right now, either on YouTube or Facebook, and we're hoping you hit the share button. That's why I'm wearing my share hat. You know, if you hit the share button at any time, it helps. Always helps to hit the top of the show. Then more people can watch us longer live, and it helps numbers, helps us get more amazing content and guests like John Heffern's about to inform us about. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, sorry. I, 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 no, it's fine. I, I set you I, up, dog. I, I, here in the thing. So, wait a second. Didn't we have a guest? Well, I, I think, uh, according to the private chat, Okay, so here, oh, corn cheese. Uh, hey, Alan, all good. It's not Josh. No, it's someone else. Right. That, that's why we have a double whammy. There's gonna be a lot of. We're gonna have a lot of people on the show. Moving parts. Usually, when I try to ask people if they want to be on the podcast, I just get no, no, no. Sorry, what's a podcast, uh, John? If this was 2004, I'd respond to you, but I'm not the John Heffern of 2021. <laughs> I was more positive. 2004. Um, but we've been talking, me and John's been talking about the town swap. Obviously, Reap came to Michigan. Obviously, I went to Hickory, North Carolina, and then we decided we have so many comic friends from all over, just everywhere. Comic mm. just that are friends, not just comics that we just know in a green room and 
and stuff like that. But just friends we keep in touch with. We 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 send out text messages just asking, hey, I hope you're well. Those type of friends. So I reached out to one of them today, and they like the pronoun as, to be referred to as them. Um, I reached out to crap. I've known Tammy since the last comic. We Tammy! were on, uh, last comic standing together. Yes, uh, Miss Tammy Pescatelli reached out to her. Said, "Would you do me and John's podcast?" And we have some other things to ask you. And uh, first she said, does it have to be in camera? I get that a lot because people then got to, do I have to get makeup ready? And I said, right. just show up. Just show up. Look, yeah. look at, I mean, Reap wears Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked what about What are you talking that. about, man? We'll, we'll talk about that. This after. is stage makeup, bro. But I'm camera ready, dude. But if 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 Tammy Pescatelli <laughs> is uh, ready, Alan, if you could hit our uh, video. Because we have to give every guest the awesome video intro. And then we could talk. That is awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome to the stage. This could be one of the first times we've we've seen each other face to face, Tammy. And yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Been? you it's, guys look young and I look a million. Uh, no. I don't know what happened. Well, uh, by the way, this, uh, Tammy Pescatelli, I know I've said your name 700 times. You can follow her at, uh, I don't even know how to spell Pescatelli. It doesn't matter. It, it, it's, it's, I don't real. know. <laughs> it's uh, anyway. I got to know Tammy from Last Comic Standing. She was on my season. And then after that, uh, we did a bunch of uh, tours. Uh, Back in the day, we, we traveled a lot um, with each other. Uh, Tammy has uh, what, what's your last special uh, coming? Uh, uh, way after school phone. special, where I went to my old high school to tell my guidance counselor off, and she was dead. So, oh. <laughs> so if you're gonna do revenge with someone, that you should do it fast, not cold. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! I mean, yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. No, it, I not no. It, they, when they told me, I I got teared up. Like they're like, oh, she died, and I'm like. I was teary and they're like, oh, sorry to tell you. And it was like, no, I wanted to go look, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Like, you told me I couldn't do this. Wow. So you did you never got that closure with her. No, and you know, like I grew up in a little town outside of Cleveland, Perry, Ohio. So when I went there and to I brought all the camera crew, all the, you know, all the the production that if I would have seen that when I was in high school, I would have went crazy. It would have made a big difference, you know? Right. And uh, I had all the high school kids work alongside the professionals. So they got a credit on my special. I was like, I'm really doing it. We set up a scholarship. And then I was going to, that was the last thing I was going to do is, is uh, I go, uh, what happened to Mrs. I can say her name because she's dead. She can't sue me. <laughs> what happened to Mrs. Hoffman? And they're like, Oh, she died. And I'm like, Oh, you got figures. This is this is so indicative of my career. It's like I'm almost there, and I just yeah. never like I'm on. Yeah, I'm the precursor. Well, I mean, you get you get the last laugh either way, you know, because you get you're alive and you're doing well, 
And so, you am know, I doing well, John? I can look I at you no and tell you, you, you I have you no look great. trailer, and I don't have that cool BR five four nine back uh, soundproof booth that you have over there. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, well? yeah, but you, Tammy, you look like uh, yeah. So I'm in some trailer. John's in some <laughs> soundproof booth, but you look like you could do the weather at any given time. Yeah, yeah. I have had, but too. I have That's had true. to do stuff. That's the problem. Like everybody wants to do a show from home and every podcast wants you. Listen, guys, I'm 50 years old now. I am not the person that people saw when I was in 2004 and I was underweight and dancing on tables. Like that's <laughs> always the first thing when people go, oh, my God. Like that's the, the young person's like big insult to you're old, you're old. Yeah, I'm old. I am old, but when I was young, I wasn't typing the Golden Girls, telling them how old they were. I was out, going out, have, go have a good time. Right, you were living it up. I, I, by the way, I don't think you look great. I don't know what you're talking about. Like this, uh, this nonsense doesn't compute to me right now. Well, you know what? It's okay because uh, at this point, I'm probably never going to have to leave the house again anyway. So it just is never going to happen. So uh, you're in your house and you made a green wall. Is that a painted green wall? Uh, yeah. Well. Uh, it got ripped. It was an actual old screen. Okay. You can see there's a little tape, so it's giving me a highlight. Ah. But it's a it's an old screen from like you your your uh, teacher used to pull down, and then we we painted it and tried to. I don't know. I bought a good mic. Look at this. I mean, I don't. Oh, know. that is a pretty cool mic. <laughs> this wasn't what we were supposed to be doing with our lives. I was supposed to just tell jokes. Oh, so performing in front of ring doorbells. Well, hang on. I saw you on TV the other day. I was at my girlfriend's house, and there's a whole channel. Uh, she has the internet TV, so whatever free internet smart app that comes with smart TVs these days, you know, it's, it comes with like eight billion channels yeah, you've yeah. never heard of. Uh, I think there's one channel just called the Honey Boo Boo channel. Um, but there is one channel that's dedicated to uh, comedy, and your series was on there. You had you had a um, – I forgot the name of it, but it was – Really? Was, my, yeah, it was, my, it, a stand-up mother about me being a yes, comedian? Yes, yes, yes. I wish yes, somebody yes. would pay me. I'm yeah, the executive yeah. producer, creator of that show. Yeah, that's probably Why on – you probably saw it on like uh, Pluto TV. Yes, something like that. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know how. Yeah. But, but yeah, I was I was so uh, eager. I was like with my girlfriend. I was like, "Honey, I know her. That's Tammy." I was because I didn't know it was like a internet TV at first. Like she's she's got a show, and I was like, "Oh, it's she's that's a yeah, that, that yeah. one's been on she before." She had a show. Yeah. She had like the, I, she had a show. Like you probably should have went for Josh Blue full of dirt before you grabbed me and stuck me on the show. You guys, you probably have been Are better you off. Me? No, you were. We, just, we want to come to your town. Blue buds, Tammy was just you. on. You right? Not blue bud. Yeah, blue, blue bud. I just was on blue bloods. Like mm -hmm. last. Like, like an episode or, or go. Well, it just replayed, but yeah, this season, and supposedly it's gonna be uh, an arc. Uh, like I'll get three episodes out of it now. So and then John does acting. You, you two, I'll write a buddy flick for you two, and I'll just bow out and stay in my farmhouse. No, furniture. I don't think so. I think we all have to go do something somewhere. That's why when you guys were doing all this stuff, I want you to come. Now, now my hometown originally is Cleveland. I now live in Northwest Pennsylvania. That's what that show was all about. Leaving L.A. when I was pregnant. Uh, half you remember when I left and I was like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I got to get this kid out of this crazy town and bring yeah. him on the crazy people I'm related to. 
Yeah. And um, we got stuck here. We got landlocked. And it's a good thing because mm-hmm. it's a great area. You guys should come there. They love comedy. I've trained them to come see me and we'll, we'll bring you to Erie. We'll, we'll do it at Keller's. You know, it's so funny what uh, Tammy did. It's weird. I, I alternate. You know how sometimes you call people by their first name or last name? Tammy, I alternate. I either call her Tammy or Pescatelli. But John, I think I might only say Reap. That, yeah, you could go either way. It's weird because okay. you're John and I'm a John. Yeah, so no, I, no. I would prefer it if you called me Reap that way. I wish if me and John Heffern in the same room together, note to everyone listening, yeah. go ahead and just use our last names because yeah. it's very confusing. I just uh, call you Shaq because he's the one who speaks in the third person the most. Because that's what it sounds like. <laughs> You're just calling John either one of you. So. Yeah. so Tammy was a trendsetter. I remember when Tammy moved out of L.A., she did it uh, yeah. two or three years uh, before all the cool Roganites did it. Right. Right. So it was yeah. so Tammy moved. And then shortly after that, I think, John, then you went. Yeah. And then I went and then everyone else thought it'd be hip and trendy. Yeah. 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 You know, we're we're ahead of the curve. We see, we see the writing on the wall. We know what's happening. We know what's coming up. Uh, So I got out three years ago, Tammy, because I was missing home. I really missed my family. That was a big one. The housing market was crazy. I put my condo up and it went crazy off pretty quick. And I thought, well, that's a sign. I flew my dad out to L.A. We packed all my crap up. We drove across the country to North Carolina without sleeping. We didn't get a hotel. We went 47 hours straight just getting gas and food and came back home to Hickory. And then uh, a couple months later, he has a stroke. I know. I'm sorry. Then he's like, you know, paralyzed on his left side. He's in a skilled nursing facility. Then I thought, well, I'll sit here for a minute and take care of mom. And then pandemic happens. So I... 49-year-old John Reap, uh, and this is part of my little act now, is I can't tell people I'm a comedian anymore. I can tell you I'm an elder care Uber driver. That's what I do. I take, <laughs> well, I take that, well, that, you know, I do that stuff now. That's what happened to me, to be perfectly, not to, you know. They dropped my father, paralyzed him. I got here. They paralyzed him at the hospital. He just passed away, and then my mother had a stroke. Oh. So it just... But you know what? I'm blessed to be here because I would have been going back and forth crazy from L.A. A hundred percent. You would be hating yourself. I would be hating myself if I were trapped in L.A. with a mortgage and with no with not being around them. I mean, I'm in a weird way. The timing was perfect. Um, if it's yeah, going to happen, crazy, I would rather it be happen that I'm that I'm here. And I'm sure the same for you, that at least you could be close by, you know. Yeah, it definitely. It makes a difference. Plus, my kid. Go ahead, John. I'm sorry. No, I'm saying because that can kind of stick with you. I went through a similar similar thing that you guys did, but I did not. I was not home. So right, right after I won last comic, you know, give her, everything kind of blends together. But maybe the first year after that, um, in a different city, maybe every seven hours. Tammy, you're with me during a lot of it where you do it. I mean, it was yeah. you're, you're just nonstop. Then that's when my mom got sick and oh. you started, you know, she's going through all her chemo. And then in your brain, you're thinking, well, I can, I can fly back to Michigan. Let's see. In, in like five days, let me do these four shows. Then I'll fly back to Michigan. Then I'll stay for a couple of days and I'll fly off and do that. And now, now that everything's passed and whatever, 
you, I still beat myself up and just, you know, sometimes I'll lay in bed going, why the fuck did I go to the whatever dumb funny? Like, why did I spend any time anywhere but? Mm-hmm. Well, like, here's the thing. Don't feel bad about number one. I got a brother that's sitting on the couch and doesn't go help. You know what I mean? He has, he wasn't in a different country. He's just sitting there like a big <laughs> jackass that he is loser. So that it happens regardless. But the thing about the three of us that I will say, if I can, is that we were meant to be comedians in, but we were never really supposed to be part of that show business life. Right. Like, it's nice. I wanted, I always wanted uh, to be successful at what we did, but I didn't di- I stayed even with comics in LA. I never left the comedy store and the laugh factory and the improv. I wasn't trying to be part of the, Hollywood elite running around, you know? Right, right. Yeah, I, I never liked that side of it. Um, I just wanted to be funny and get money. <laughs> I just right, was right. like, I didn't I hate the audition part of things. Yeah. And I still will randomly get them and I'll do them here. Uh, but I don't like the, you know, that whole begging for a part stuff. And um, yeah, I just I, I'm, I'm happy to be out of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And I don't have an urge within the and last. And you can go back anytime and live underneath the bridge because that's like you don't even <laughs> need a hotel. There, it's so full of homeless people right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean it's bad. It's really bad. When I I uh, not long ago took the girlfriend to Hawaii, but we stopped at a layover in L.A. and I said, "Let me let's do a day and a half of L.A. so I can show you what it's like." And everybody has in their brain what they think L.A. is, right? Right. Uh, they think it's either the ocean or they think it's, you know, uh, Beverly Hills. And right, they don't right, know right. that crap in between. And I said, I want you to see how bad it is. I wish more people could see how bad it is. But they are. They're slowly seeing it. It's bad. Well, we were really cool because we were all together. That was the thing. Like, I, I wasn't in L.A. very long. I'd only been in L.A. like two years when we got that show. And then we went, then it was just like, it was always comics for me, I think. And the strippers. I I did live in a stripper colony. And so that was in various stages what? of my career. So that was a different thing. When and where was this? Uh, I lived right behind the Dime, you know, that place on, on uh, right behind Fairfax High School. Uh, in between Fairfax and Beverly. Was, what, and what was it called? Said, just apartments on North Orange Grove. But oh. I moved in and there were like five other apartments, this little apartment building, and four of them were occupied by strippers in various stages of their careers. And they kind of <laughs> taught me how to be a girl because, like, I was always with guys. I was with my brothers, and I was with you guys, and I was never, like, flirtatious. I never knew how to do any of that stuff. Like, I always was just really like, hey, you want I to did not. I did not know. And, by the way, we I think we have another special guest, Tammy. I just wanted to stay on because we, we can all. Yeah, and, by the way, Tammy's getting tons of compliments on our, our comment yeah. section right here. Everyone's Aww, saying how well, pretty she is. Thank you all. Yeah, You're just want uh, you to know that. I would have been at your house more, Tammy, if I, I didn't know that setup. I was a young 20-something single uh, at the t- I remember your apartment had a had a uh, what are those machines those um ellipticals? I would have just <laughs> yeah my apartment. I well so the ellipticals. I would have done more. Old ellipt- lady Magda who lived there. She was like naked and you never want. She was always naked and you never wanted to see her oh. naked. She would go strip at Laughlin on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah. And then there was the one that uh, the environmentally conscious stripper that would dr- uh, go up to crazy girls. 
in her old time electric car. You remember those ones that looked like golf carts? Mm -hmm. Yes. Pick up. She would pick up garbage on the way, but she you saw her, John, with the giant G boob. She had like those big Morgana the Kissing Bandit. Oh, right. <laughs> and then there was that one that was super hot. She looked just like Pamela Anderson, but she hoarded animals. If you went into her house, there were like free range turtles, birds, spirits. Oh, wow. It was like crazy. Hang on, John. Were we not just having this discussion before we went on air? Yeah. About so, sometimes the hottest twenty-something-year-old girls are the most slobbiest, disgusting. Yeah, so Kevin, here's what we brought up. We always read stories that we never bring up online, just or uh, during the podcast. But we always have like a half-hour talk, so we don't just come on air and just yimmy yam about nothing, and then we end up not ever getting. <laughs> right, never talk. So about we it. were bringing up somehow we brought up messy apartments. And I, I, we just asked, would a girl, has a girl ever left a guy's apartment, not hooked up with him because his bedroom was so disgusting. And then we uh, did an obvious guy switch. Has a guy ever left a woman's bedroom because she was so disgusting. Uh, Tammy has have back in your younger days, you know, back in past lives. Cause I know have have you ever left or do you know of it like would you have in your at, at 22 if a guy's bedroom was completely trashed i did leave once but that you know me i have a very male energy like i, I he had just a mattress on the floor with like no sheets or anything and it just i was like this looks like a murder scene like yeah. this is i can just see that this that's what would happen with those guys though with that hot pamela anderson like stripper guys would go upstairs and then you could tell like Plus, I could hear, but you could tell, like, when they were finished, within five minutes of finishing, they were gone. I mean, I never saw that. They finished. But they <laughs> to show you how, how – I don't it. blame them, dude. I mean, come on. I to don't show get what it. A, what a germ phobe I am. Keep in mind, I'm in my 20s. I go out on a date with a girl, go back to her apartment, and she has iguanas that are, like, walk ah. free walking around the apartment. And there's this iguana shit on the couch, like in the chairs. Now, keep in mind, you're 20-something. All you're thinking is, maybe I hook up. I, I just was like, oh, I have a... I just left. I don't even know what excuse yeah. is, but I saw an I saw the iguana spray iguana poop onto Ooh. the couch like I was about to sit down. Spray. And, I, and I did one of those. I, I'm going to go get us some food and never came back. That's yeah. the only time I've ever ghosted. I, I did. I left a girl in the movie theater once. Um, in the movie theater. Why, John? Why? We went to movies and she was texting or, or talking to somebody. I keep, this is early 90s, so I guess you would be texting. And then she answers the phone and says, I'm at a movies with a guy. What are you guys doing tonight? Um, and then she's like, yeah, I'll, I'll meet you guys and then I'll just stay the night. And it was a dude. And then I'm like, I just picked her up and took her to the movies. And I said, hey, I'm going to go get some popcorn. You want anything? And she said, no. <laughs> and then I walked and I just left. I went to my car. <laughs> that is left great. Left Good her for you. Theater. You don't set up how you're going to hook up after the guy takes no. you to movies. Like, where you can see the text. You know what's great about that? Is that happened in the 90s. Those are the things that I love that 
that's the only thing our job gives us every once in a while. Like you can be on TV and she might be flipping through her miserable life on her fourth divorce and yeah. sees your special somewhere and goes, that's the dude who left me. Is his yeah. name Tom? Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 Get a little revenge. Oh, what's that? Josh Blue. Oh, yeah. What's up, y'all? What's Coming up, to the- dude? Coming to the right of the podcast, if you're watching it, is a good friend. Last Comic Standing winner also. Woo! Uh, yeah, I shouldn't yeah. be on this. You have, uh, we have a Last Comic runner-up and three Last Comic Standing winners in, in, in just four squares right here. Look at that. I mean, this is, we, we could, we could the, between the three of us, we'd almost sell three shows out in Atlanta. Do you realize that, brother? <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say I uh, I can't I can't be with a woman be with a woman unless there are three iguanas r- roaming around. Right. <laughs> yeah, Josh has a three iguana minimum. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. that's part of the thing. They're called witnesses. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they do have those crazy eyes that could go either which way, but you know. <laughs> so, Josh. So, uh, a couple things. We're all over the place in this podcast. One, Josh, we have Tammy Pescatelli on because me and Reap are doing this thing where we ask comics if we can come to their hometown and perform. Um, and so we've been doing these town swap things. Uh, Josh, you're in Denver. You're more in. Welcome to have me and Reap over and introduce us to your crowd. But more importantly, Josh, I saw a, a social media post of yours, maybe yesterday or today, yes. um, telling people to watch. I saw I saw an AGT like banner uh, yeah. behind you. I, I have questions because I, I do too, man. I have questions. And <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm not really at liberty to say too much, but you okay. Were, not mistaken. Case for me though, because we all have it, it's almost like all four of us here went to a certain high school, and yep. you now then we find out that your parents are divorced, and now you're gonna wear somebody else's varsity jacket. It's yeah. it, that, that you know it, it kind of feels like wait, wait a minute. Can you it's when the, the Verizon guy <laughs> the hear me now guy then swapped <laughs> don't like, compare well, me to that dude. It feels oh, weird. But no, John, I did that too because I was the Hemi guy and now I do stuff for Honda. Yeah, that is weird. So it's fine, but I want to hear Josh's story. Yeah. So what can you tell us, Josh? Because we have a very powerful thing and you know we're going to back you uh, more than some dog that is running around doing hijinks and some little kid who sings two songs good. Uh, but once they hit the they're going to stop. So. Well, I just want to prove to the world that I'm not a novelty act by winning a show for novelty acts. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, how much can you tell us? Are you go? I'll ask yes or no questions. Uh, yeah. Are you do? Are you doing stand up? No. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No. Oh wait. Oh wait. I'm I thought juggling. it'd be like another crazy talent we didn't know about. Yeah. That'd be cool. Oh yeah, I'm juggling axes. <laughs> I mean, that would be awesome if you came on America's Got Talent and didn't hey, do stand-up. Hey, that's my closer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, actually, I'm pretty good with the throwing axe, so maybe if I make it further in the rounds, I'll bring that up. So, okay, so you may or may not be on the show. Do, do people vote? Is, is that how this? I'm acting like I've never been on a reality uh, show like this before. So people you are going to vote? 
I've never watched a show, honestly. I don't know. Okay. Now, do you, yeah, you don't know. <laughs> I am. Is this voting, Tammy? I think it's just the judges for a while. Listen, the three of us will vote for you for sure. We know wait. how to do it. Yes, this is what, wait a second. Yeah. Guys, if we pull our forces together, right? if there's people voting, we could we could help. We could make this happen. If you believe that it's not the producer's right. idea of the winner, that's the thing. You, John right. knows we found the tapes where he wasn't even supposed to be the winner of our season. Yeah, if you want to get a little thing. If you really want to know the truth, they left the tapes in my dressing room, my yeah. Kathleen's dressing room, and they had all the goodbye packages for me, Kathleen, John, and Gary, and Alonzo. Uh, oh, not Gary. Really? Me, Kathleen, yeah. John, and Alonzo, and not Gary. Gary was supposed to win that that season. Wow. wow. And, and I, I love this in. inside baseball. I, here. I snuck in and just wrote my name on Jay Moore's card. <laughs> wow. Uh, so John, John look, they overwhelmingly popular vote. They couldn't <laughs> deny him. They didn't want to have a, 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 a free for all. Did now uh, John and Josh, when you guys were on last comic, did you have judges that said stuff to you after you performed? And I guess John, <laughs> Well, I can't, Josh. You can't answer any of these because we don't know if you're on it. Did, yeah, I don't know. Would that bug you? Somebody critiquing you after you got done doing, you know, your set. Somebody going, "Well, you just didn't catch me," or whatever. I mean, for me, uh, obviously, that's not my favorite when somebody tells me how to do my shit. Right. Yeah, because yeah. once you get the note, what like what you know, what somebody go, I like it, but can it be more? Cerebral less, palsy? Yeah, That's less, less, less palsy, less palsy. Maybe, <laughs> maybe throw in some rickets or something. <laughs> <laughs> we just be moving on, just but but could you just have more like Tourette's? Yeah, some, <laughs> other, Tourette's. some other ailment that funny, please. <laughs> yeah, I had Alonzo Bowden was one of the judges on my season. Really? So yeah, Kathleen yes. Madigan was a judge on my season. Right. Oh, wow. Alonzo Bowden and then Ant. But, right. you know, I I wasn't like, I mean, not to sound, I don't know. I wasn't threatened or worried or I knew them. I knew right. them as comedian fellow fraternity comedian fellows or something. You know, I wasn't like doing this. I hope that they like me. Such a great agent. He won yeah. and couldn't even get booked as a judge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't want anything. They, they, uh, they, they quick. Josh, last time I saw you, we were in Denver. We did a live podcast with uh, Brad Williams. Yeah, man. Um, still one of the funniest live shows I've ever done. Ever. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a good we, night for sure. All three of us were on stage. Just, I, I can't even, I've tried to retell the story. I don't remember what podcast it was, <laughs> but we were coming up with uh, scenarios with Brad Williams, who is, I, I don't know, a uh, little person. Is that even, I think that's, is, is, that, is that the term? I think that's what they're using. I thought it was a hobbit, but I don't know. <laughs> So he's uh so he was a hobbit, and then um Josh were coming out of scenarios of coming out of pot stores together and just going to not eat the edible or whatever whatever scenarios we were doing was literally one of the funniest things. And then speaking about palsy, then uh maybe 
four weeks later, I got Bell's palsy. So oh, all three of us congratulations. had a wonderful, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. John Heffer, did you call Josh Blue when that happened? No, I did not. He called me because my husband had it. Oh, yeah. Actually, I called Tammy. Because yes. I show. And then I I was I didn't know how to do it. And then I had those guys. I called them on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And he goes, yeah. I got it. And I go, he goes, does it does it get better? And I'm like, not over here, but it might for you. And yeah. then you were better in like a week. Oh uh, yeah. Well, how did it affect you? What were you doing? I uh so my my whole right side went went paralyzed. Nice. So my lip my my lips were were like were like this, and I wow. couldn't open this eye. Um, I couldn't blink this eye. So I did one show, maybe two weeks later. Well, I was so <laughs> like I was so like like like, like nothing yeah. worked. Wait, weren't you in the middle of a show when it happened? Yeah, yeah I, I was on stage while it was happening. So I just felt oh. my face just getting. But I did one show in in uh, wherever Dayton for New Year's, and I had and I had to take my lip. And pull my cheek back like this, so you could understand me. And then I took my elbow and I did my whole show, just holding my mouth back like this. And the crowd was just as if you had a pipe. Yeah, like I was Popeye. Like I was just like like so far that way. And the crowd was not cool about it at all. They were so, like, "Hey, New Year's Eve, we're spending fifty bucks. Oh, uh, wow. We wanted a, you know full working mouth." You're you're saying that that was coming on during a show, though. Yeah, I started. I mean, I slur and mumble anyway. But as I started talking, I noticed like I started almost fighting it like this, and I couldn't freak you the fuck out, man. I I didn't know. (laughs) As I'm doing my show, I actually not to do the the bit I do, but I thought I was having a heart attack, and I didn't. I was going to be embarrassed if I collapsed in front of the crowd. (laughs) But I was also embarrassed to end the show, uh, so I didn't know. And then I figured, well, I'll just keep talking until I, I hopefully I'll wake up in a hospital. And I just kind of kept talking. That is uh, insane, bro. But yeah, but it but it kind of happened. So, Josh, uh, Denver, are you perform? Are you back on the road after all this COVID? What what was COVID like for you? You know, uh, I am back on the road, and I had been doing shows throughout the whole thing. I mean, not obviously as many, but. Uh, Texas and Florida didn't give a shit about it. So, mm-hmm. no. Um, you know, and I'm back pretty much as much as I want to be right now. Um, and I am performing in Denver July 2nd and 3rd. So, you guys nice. get your That's asses it. out here. Well, Comedy Works? Fought? Yeah, the South Club. Okay. That's, That's awesome. one of the, I mean, everyone, every comedian in the country that you ask, what is their favorite comedy club? Denver Comedy Works is in the top three. Uh, yeah. It might be top two. I say top two every time, man. That downtown club is phenomenal. And yeah. it's, not, it's not even open yet. So they're still not open. Yeah, they're still not. Really? I talked to Wendy. She said that that every that she gets literally so many calls every day of comics. Wendy's the owner for everybody trying to get in that she goes, you wouldn't believe the calls she's getting like these big Nick Kevin Hart is coming to do dates, like crazy huge comedians that are coming out to do dates, Sandler, all of them. Do they have an open date set, Josh, or are they, I think August is what they're saying. Uh, Okay. Why are they, why are they waiting that long? Since, cause we've started to do shows and none of the rest of the country 
cares, I, Amy? Honestly, I think it's the staffing. Oh, dude, right, a hundred percent. We know what you should do. Listen, I have I have nothing booked till till October. I have no shame in my game. I know. I I'll I'll go work for Wendy. Wendy, if you're listening, <laughs> Ooh, are you gonna wait tables? I know how to run. I know. Watch, wait, watch. Wait, we're gonna film this. You know, this is I a real this. show. Ready? Just listen to see if I can do this. Well, ready? <clears throat> Corner. Yeah. Corner. Wait, eighty-six potatoes. Corner. <laughs> wait right? a second. This would be a great pilot. Like. Since no one wants to work, but every comedian wants to work, we take right. turns headlining one club, and the rest of us wait tables. Yeah, that just, is terrific. I'll do it. I was the world's worst waitress. That's how I started in comedy. Yeah, I've never yeah, done it, but I could. I'd try it. I think it'd be cool. Uh, we know how to do it. I mean, uh, the right way. We know how to talk softly. We we know what we like as comedians when staff kind of bends over and tiptoes and you know yeah. doesn't make a big scene. So we, right. we, I think we'd be good at it. We should film that. We I'm should. telling you, that's how I started. Uh, I was a waitress at a comedy club for the really? summer because I didn't know anybody at the at the Davenport Funny Bone. And a woman came through. I had never. I loved comedy, but I'd never seen women. You know. And if I did, they were all talking about like their husbands and their facelifts, like kind of where I am in my career right now. And uh, <laughs> like I couldn't relate to anyone. I was like young and 22, 23, and this young girl came through. And she was horrible. I mean, God bless her, but she was horrible. And I was like, I'm as funny as she is. And then they dared me to go on stage for 50 bucks. Boom. That was it. You know. Yeah, Uh, look at me. (laughs) Still getting 50 bucks to go on stage. At least 50 bucks. Look at me begging for a a, a job waiting tables again. (laughs) That's what we should do. Let's do it. Let's, Let's all go to Denver. And tell Wendy that we will be the staff. Dude, I'll get a camera crew ready, man. We can do that. Uh, I bet we can get a bunch of comics to do that. Yeah, we'll do it. I I mean, a lot of comedians in Denver already. That job too. I don't want to lose my waitressing job to Kevin Hart. Come on now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilarious. I'm just not clean. The only thing I won't do is I won't clean that condo. I won't no. clean the apartment condo. That's the only thing. I'll, I'll do it's only because it's too big. That condo is amazing. That's, yeah, that's one of nice the condo. only condos I will stay in. There's, right. a, there's like five I'll stay in. Only and Wendy's. Denver's. Yeah. God, I love it. I love how yeah, she decks it out. There's a. I think there's a uh, a video suit game. of armor and a tin man. Yeah. And there's <laughs> video games. And mm-hmm. there's probably all kinds of prizes that people have hidden yes, in there scavenger hunt is very fun to play, <laughs> you know. josh let me ask you uh well you, you can't say anything so people should just randomly watch agt just because it's a tv show that's on yes and then tomorrow just, night is the word on the street. okay okay we got some information so tomorrow, tomorrow night, night yep. we just i just um hold, hold on everybody i just got a text from just my, my friend Rob. Hey, John, what are you doing? Tomorrow night, I'm going to watch AGT. Do you, are you watching it? Yeah, Rob, I'm watching it. I don't really watch the show, but I just decided tomorrow I'm going to watch it just for no reason at all. Wait a second. What time would be a good time to watch it tomorrow? I believe it's 7 o'clock Denver time, so you do right. the math. I don't Not know. <laughs> that would be 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, yeah. I've never done... Uh, now I did um uh what's it what's what's the old ra- reality show um 
America, uh, American Idol? No, before that one. Uh, Real World. No, before the one that. we did last comic. No, before that with Ed, Ed, Ed McMahon. Oh, Star, Star Search. Star Search. So, oh, yeah. okay, at least with last comic, you were performing after other comedians, right? Except random Jay London, which yeah. would maybe throw people off a little. Hey. Is it weird, Josh? Well, you can't really say to b- well, perform um, in front of a, a, yeah, a high dive yeah. act. Yeah, the people before me could be like a ventriloquist dog or something. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that was, I remember that. That was a, uh, a season. I think that person won too, or the dog. I can't remember which one. Um, well, let me ask you this. <laughs> who, can you tell us who the judges are? Oh, yeah, it's Simon Cowell, Heidi Klum, Sophia Bergato, and uh, Howie Mandel. Out of those four judges, I imagine Howie, I mean, they all probably know you, right? Um, especially yeah. Howie, because he's a comedian. Uh, yeah, how was how it with... You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, again, it's like, all the judges are from other other countries too, so it should be America's Got Talent being judged by foreigners or something. Well, right? Yeah. Let me tell you, There's not one they, comedian. I mean, one uh, American. They contacted me a couple of years ago, John. You remember this? Said that they were looking for a woman. It was a great year. It turned out Vicky Barbalack was doing great. And then when uh, they said, "Tell us what you would want to do," I sent them a little clip, and they go. The women won't like you because they won't understand you. You're too harsh for the to the for the two female judges. Oh God! And I was like, "What are you telling me? These two beautiful two specimens of women are not going to understand what a female comic is saying?" They're like, "No, they they're just they don't get stand up. They don't get comedy." So I hope that wasn't that way for you. Well, right. Josh, I I saw the post and I just had to reach one. Thank you. You literally, dude. Okay, so my text to Josh, I just said something like, "Hey, show podcast," and he did the new phone who this to me. <laughs> right? He one hundred percent just I, said, "Who is this?" Because I've, I, you know how you have sometimes a record of texting somebody. I just had your thing. I have the no record of ever texting you. Yeah, it, there's it was, it was no record. Yeah, I said was, sorry, which shows yeah. you what a nice guy you are. And then I go Heffern. That could have meant anybody. There's a lot of Hefferns. Brian Heffern from the Comedy Zone. Yeah, yeah. You're like, what up, dude? Long time. Man. He has it. Josh, we've been turned down by this girl who was on this reality show called Love is Blind. She said, I, I regretfully passed. Debbie Gibson has said, I'm not, I'm not feeling well. I regretfully hmm. passed. Uh, Gary Goldman said his internet is too bad. So he he Regret I believe that actually. Um, <laughs> well, there's so many, and, and no comics, no comics in the in that six. There's like six comics that are on everybody's podcast. I wouldn't even ask to be on. Uh, so you, Josh, should with you, uh, John Repass merchandise. I don't. He will be sending you a hat of his podcast called Country Ish, a very popular mm-hmm. podcast. Yes, Three more listeners than the one you're on now. He's going to send you a free hat, and if you could wear it. Uh, on the finals of the show that you're not on, <laughs> uh, he would appreciate it. I gotta work it into my closer, man. For sure. Maybe, jo- Josh. Maybe if when you're going the finals, since the three of us aren't really working except for each other's hometowns, maybe we'll come and sit in the audience as yeah. your members. 
like your family members. My crew, yeah. That'd be awesome. Like (laughs) they can pan to us and we'll be like which happened by the by the way, happened on when when John Reap won last comic standing. I went to that final taping and I walked through. And I, we walk right, we're like row one or two, just right there. I forgot even who was your host, John. Uh, and uh, seat, fill- yeah, uh, seat fillers came and said, can you guys not sit there? Uh, and then they moved me almost to the back of the room. Well, who was supposed to Old sit news, there? Buddy. I, the, Old the, news, buddy. Old news. Old news, right? Yeah, I was, I was on. <laughs> I'll back go, I man. We need some hot chicks up front. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Do you remember when we came and did your the roast between you and Lavelle? Yes, I do. That was so much fun. It was. Um, uh, Lavelle was great at it. I was nervous as hell. I'm not used to being mean to people. No. Uh, so it was out of my comfort zone, but. It was a lot of fun. I was actually really proud of a lot of the jokes that came out um, of everybody. I mean, it felt weird doing that. Like Chris Porter was one. Yeah. Uh, it was on the dais. You were there. Yeah. Jeff Ross. Uh, Ross hosted it, of course. He's the, the roast master. Bill, um, uh, I think Zoe, Alonzo. I only remember one joke, and it was the joke to you. And it was so good at the time because you were so fresh-faced and young. And I said that you look like uh, you look like Larry Bird's rookie card. <laughs> yes, it was before the beard, and I do have a Larry Bird mouth. Like it's weird. Like it move. It, it doesn't move. It's small and kind of is at a crooked angle. Yeah, that was my only one I could remember. I think uh, I forgot who the female comedian was, but I got a good one on her. That was um, me. I was the only female on the whole. Show. No, I got one on you too. I said I said a joke about you. And then I said, don't worry. She smelled that joke coming a mile away. I know. I might know. <laughs> now, Josh, if uh, on the show, are you, it's been a while since I've had to perform under pressure or have a performance that like has to come. Do you, th- does or this performance at all? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Or anything. I've done nothing. Uh, I've made candles. I made charcuterie boards. Uh, <laughs> do you, do you get stressed? Do you, do you actually? I I just see you just showing up and going, just doing your time and just leaving with little to no thought. And I say that in the nicest way. Thank you, Don, for seeing me for who I am. <laughs> I always say if I've ever put any effort into this, I might be really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I always thought you have. I always thought you have. And boy, you're going to see how well when you're headlining in Denver on July second and third. And you don't hear me and Reap or Tammy taking orders um, <laughs> as we're working the room. You're going to be like, man, these, they're also good servers. <laughs> when the show ends and I'm holding that bucket Wendy has where people can throw money in for her reading <laughs> thing. And then we give out the box of Thin Mint cookies. You're going to see how well we do that. You're going to see how well Tammy and John return people's cell phones from that. Oh um, yeah! Oh, I'm quick at the open. But, I mean, yeah, I love yeah. that they do that. That's <laughs> they don't do it. They they're not doing it with COVID because of handing shit out. You know. Yeah. Mm. All right, Josh. Well, I we're watching tomorrow. Let All us right. know how how we can help. Does everybody watch tomorrow and then jump aboard? Wait, I got one last question. Was it? Were you in Vegas when this happened? 
Uh, no, LA. Okay. All right. But Sweet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Wendy about us really filming us being servers. That'd be hilarious. I'm on. Tell her. Yeah, tell her we got nothing going on. I mean, yeah. I just looked at my calendar that weekend. Yeah. I mean, I was gonna go to a monster truck race here yeah. in Hickory, but I can skip it. They'll be I, back. I got we can do it another. We can do it any weekend because it's not open, so we can just make it open. Right. I'll tell her I'll seat people at the restaurant upstairs. Perfect. I have the, I know, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Denver Comedy Works. We yeah. have one rule and one rule yeah. only. Please keep your table talk to a minimum. I want to be that guy with the clipboard who just comes in. You don't even see him for the rest of the of the week, and he just goes, "How much? How much time is everyone doing?" <laughs> yeah, comic serving comics. What do we call this? <laughs> I mean, it's it's we have to come up with a catchy title, but that would be yeah. interesting. I bet people would it watch would that. Be, hey, take my tables. I'm going to do five. Yeah, <laughs> you just go, and you don't know what server is actually going to get on stage and perform. Wait That's till awesome. after. Uh, Josh, let me ask you this. I know you uh, you partake in in the, uh, the herbage. Uh, yeah. it, uh, do you try to stay focused when you do television, or do you uh, uh, ramp it up? I can go either way. Just they don't how, like you don't you don't have to like how strict they are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. You don't want to be in front of some kid who can do like fifty push ups, and then you're in the trailer next to them smoking them out. Yeah, yeah, just. Uh, you know, hot box in the, the dressing yeah. room, you know. I mean, usually normally I, I go pretty hard before a show, but yeah, uh, you know, with this it's kinda nice to have a clear head too, you know. If there's a magician, whoever the magician's assistant is, smoke out that person. Oh, that yeah. person yeah. oh that's no yeah. idea. Sabotage, dude. Yeah, that's like they're if they're in a box uh, and they're supposed to get out, they're just like fall asleep. I got like, some edibles, man. That would be the good one. Hey, I got you some candy. Good luck. Yeah. 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 All right, Josh. Well, I know you got back from the garden. Uh, yeah. and uh, I'll I love you, Josh. Oh. It's so good to see, see you guys. It's been forever. I love you, honor. buddy. Yeah, and I'll see you in Denver waiting tables. You got it, buddy. <laughs> All right, guys. Love you so much. Thanks for having me. Love you. Josh. Thank you, Josh. We'll see All you. Right. We'll watch you tomorrow. Oh, oh, man. I forgot to ask, tell Josh. Oh, I had a he and Josh did. story. Why? What happened? He, John, uh, Reap, and you know, Josh uh, wanted to get off immediately or I'd have him on again. Wait, here's a funny title Table Comics. Yeah, I saw that. That's a good one. And then there was another one, Dishing Up Comedy. That Ooh, was good. yeah. Comedy, dishing Up Comedy. I like that. I like that. Josh is- that was, yeah, I thought of that too, Kev. That's a good one. Josh, did I ever, I told, uh, well, I know I told John the story of, uh, I did a show with Taylor Hicks and Josh Blue. I can't No, no, you it. did it with me, dude. No, this was prior to you. Oh, so you did Taylor Hicks twice? I Taylor love Hicks Taylor twice. Hicks. How come I don't get that gig ever? So Josh was on there. Oh, I should have asked him. This is when I almost got in a fight with Taylor Hicks' uh, road manager because he was what? such an asshole to all the uh, the Navy guys or the, the people on the ship. We're doing this USO thing. I'm, I'm not even telling you any of the story. It was just... Wait, were you on a boat doing something? We were something? on a boat. We were on the like, US... A ship. Navy, oh, okay. Uh, and t- Taylor Hicks crew were just dicks. And it got around fast. It got around fast wow. that he was a tool. So Josh goes up. 
uh, that Mani, uh, Marina Nunez was mm-hmm. also with us. And then we, and then I perform and me and Josh were just making fun of Taylor Hicks the entire time while he was on stage, but nobody was clapping for him. Cause he's doing that. You guys are all America makes proud, but everyone kind of heard some of the stuff that happened. And I'm oh, wow. so much. For it. So what's awesome. I didn't know that. End, Cause when we were there together, remember, well, at the end of the thing with Josh is, so you're signing an autograph. Taylor signed a bunch, just was as fast as he can. And then when, the uh, soldiers came but to talk to him. He took his hand and was just flipping the pictures like this. Yeah. Right. And not even right. making eye contact. And that's the best part of USO tours for people who don't so, know, like having those conversations with people, giving them a minute. Maybe you're from their hometown, something. So yeah. he said something kind wow. of, he, wow. he had enough of me and I'm skipping so much of the story. And I, and I said, that's fine. Maybe we caught you on a bad day. Maybe you're tired, but you know, you'll think of this conversation when you're performing Greece in Cleveland. I literally said that to him. So then I'm at Pickwick's and Frolics and walking down the street, uh, maybe half a year later. And there's a, a, a poster for Greece and guess who's in it. Stop it. No. So I thought, uh, it, hang on, what the, there's a Greece in Cleveland? Well, you know, it tours, the, tours. the touring company. The touring company. Okay, so most people don't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it is weird that he's saying he greased the the play, and he was in it. Oh, and he was in it. I'm called. thinking the country, dude. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm like, that'd be a great right. thing to be in Greece. So then, I'd love to go to Greece. I gotta go. I gotta be in the garden with Josh. Come on, you. <laughs> so then, me and Reap do this Cena, this big car show thing Vegas. in Vegas. Yeah, and we're in our green room, and then somebody comes up and says, "Hey, the musical act is sharing the the green room with you guys," and we're like, "Who is it?" And they go, "It's Taylor Hicks." And then I was like, "Oh, fuck." So I told John, I don't know how he's going to be to me. And then he came and didn't even, he no. didn't remember me. Right? Nothing. Like didn't I didn't even... get any sense of awkwardness out of that at all. Yeah. I just got the sense of, hey, we're all kind of entertainers here. Probably remember all in our head focused out? on what we got to do. And they're being polite. You know, they're not like kissing your ass, making deep eye contact. They're, they're busy. They got, they're worried about the show that night. So yeah. I didn't get that sense from him yeah. at all. And I met him later in Birmingham, Alabama at a TV station. We were both there promoting a show. And he was fine. And, and he was fine. Yeah. So maybe he had a bad day. I, I, I was a big fan of his, but I also was a big fan. One of the ones I did, uh, we went to uh, we went to the Middle East when it was the first, what really was war. It was like 2003 and it was classified under war at the time. Uh, we were at... Ali Salim, uh, a, a Marine, I think that's the Marine base. And people don't understand when they, when you go on bases, like sometimes you're performing on a pallet mm. in the middle of the sand. Uh, I apologize. This was a camp, New York, just on the other side of the highway to hell. And we were like in a pallet in the sand. And I'm like, there's no one here. And then all of a sudden trucks started coming and they came and they put their spotlights on us and they sat on the sand and the dirt and whatever. They're just so excited to have a piece of home. And I was with Lee Greenwood and he was all proud to be American until (laughs) a sandstorm came and he refused to continue to sing. I had already been on stage, but I looked out. 
he came off stage and there was no, no one was moving. Like the, the Marines were still sitting. Like they, they were waiting. They waited for weeks for this show. So, and and we, uh, I went back on stage and I just did it sideways. They had a horrible profile on my nose the whole time. But <laughs> he was so I, I said, I got off stage. I'll never forget this because he's actually threatened to sue me over this story, but it's the truth. So you can't. I said, you are the biggest dick and I will never, ever, ever. Everybody I meet from the rest of my life, I will tell them how you <laughs> ruined this because I loved that song. And everybody loves right. that song, right? Yes. Right. Oh my god! Yeah, this is so sad. It is sad. Okay, so was did was he like singing? Where he's like, and proud to be in Marin. And he was singing pop- another song, and then like, I mean, it really was a sandstorm. I mean, it was a horrible, yeah. horrible sandstorm. You know, like literally, it, it's miserable out there. In the like, how our troops do it? Hats off, salute to you, because I mean, there are scorpions, there are everything. But a horrible storm was coming and it just it if you were standing on stage, it was just hitting you, hitting you, hitting you to right. the side. But I just turned sideways and finished the thing. But he That's didn't want awesome. to do it. Hats off to you, Tammy. I don't well, I mean, I, I'm sitting here thinking, would I do that? Yes, I you would. Know. Probably. Yes, yeah. you would, because there's something inside of you that you when you see them, like you have to be a real you have to really be heartless to not yeah. give them what they need. You know, all they're yeah. asking you to do is perform for a little bit. Yeah. You know, Turn your back. yeah, it's it's three minutes of dealing with some inconvenience. Uh, yeah. Not like, you know, the wow, month, that's, yeah. God, now I'm like, I can't like that song anymore. It changed. You can't. You can't. He's you can't not. He's it. not proud after all. Not. Well, he is. He's proud to cash his check. That's what he's proud of. He's right. proud. Of and he told you not to tell that story. Right. You don't remember that one thing? I got a cease and desist. Get out of here. That's cease awesome. Desist. Cease and desist this. That's a true story. All those other people saw it. So maybe I'm not telling. Maybe I'm repeating a story that somebody else told me. You can't prove that I said it. <laughs> That's right. Allegedly, you know the guy. Yes. Yeah. I'm not on uh, my 4th of July celebration. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm going to change it up. We got, I'm going to change it. Like, I'm people, not gonna, people are clapping for you. If right that now. was on the playlist, now I'm now it's it's not. It shouldn't be. Prince played during the rain. Uh, that is not. What other song does he have? By the I way? really well, don't know. And I was on tour with him for three weeks. <laughs> it was me and him and some Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. And I don't know. Uh, wow. that, yeah, that uh, a rapper. God bless him. I can't remember. He died. I think at one point he was lobbying to try and make that like a national anthem. And there was momentum behind that campaign where he was like, people were going like, we should make this the new anthem. The the other one we got is too old. You know, no one can sing it except for Whitney Houston. So we need to change it to this dude. Like there were people were you, talking about it. Were you in the great? Well, there wasn't a green room. So after you get done, you perform. No, then we go on to another. No, so then we have to drive back to because we were actually staying. In, that was that. I'm sorry. That was at Camp New York, which was an army base. You have to drive that highway to hell back to um, the UAE. Okay, you have to go back because we were staying. God, I don't know what. How you guys know? Uh, sorry. I can't even think about it. 
anyway, you drive back from like we were literally in the Iranian border and then you had to drive back over to where we were. So we had to drive for two hours in the same Humvee and the same thing. And he was pissed and I did not give a I don't care. I, it just, it was the, it was the. What was he mad about though? It was a, it was a sin. That's, it's not like somebody heckled him or there was something tangible. Well, he wanted the it. show to end. And I just kept saying, I just kept saying, well, I guess when you have a number one song, you're not tough enough to stand in a sandstorm, but I got <laughs> nothing to lose. Like I, I mean, and I, by the way, guys, I hadn't, I really had nothing to lose. I hadn't been on last comic. I hadn't done the today or the tonight show or anything. It was 2003. I'd been like a Bob and Tom person. Like that's the mm-hmm. biggest credit. I'd won Bud Light ladies of laughter that someone on Wikipedia changed to the Bud Light ladies of lather, you know, but I just was so <laughs> incensed because I was like, how do you like, how could you not feel they're sitting in the sand on top of their vehicles with their AKs next to them. That's wow. this is their life. Like this is what they got. This is what they got. A hundred yeah. degrees. You know, yes, we were driving back to Kuwait. I'm too old. He probably <laughs> would have messed up his beautiful uh, mullet. Didn't he have like a sweet little skullet? Like, he, I know he's bald on the top, and he had well, that this- was another thing I said. I go, I don't know. I was on stage, I go, I don't know why he won't come out here. It's not like his hair dye is gonna run anymore. <laughs> oh, it was so, I was so, I was just, I was living. That's why. That's why I don't have a bigger career. If anybody ever wants to know, go watch my specials. I'm funny. Uh, I, I have screwed myself time and time. I mean, you know that John knows what happened. Uh, Hef knows what happened to me at HBO. Like I screwed myself out of my HBO deal completely. We have so there's so many great. Uh, what time is uh, John on your season of last comic? You guys just performed. Formed, right was there any interaction with the other comics yeah we did we didn't have to live in the house together thank god right but we did have to do challenges okay. so we had to go to medieval time medieval times and dress up like court gestures we had to uh go to a yoga thing i mean we did things right but we, we met up there and then we'll go back to our hotel rooms so That's, i dodged I, that bullet i can't understand why because michelle the person i'm seeing she's never you know, I met her. She never even knew I was a comic, which okay. was, was way cool. But she's never seen a last like last comic or anything like that. She's like, "What was the show?" And, uh, <laughs> she was like, "I was raising kids. I didn't. I didn't right. see it." Um, and then that made me think: there's the Peacock Peacock Network. Like, why? W- I wish they would run all of the seasons of Last Comic on the Peacock uh, Network because there's a lot of young. Now famous people on there. Mm-hmm. There's, there's why? why the, I bet you. I mean, at some point they would. It seems like they would. They would have to because if it's if you have a streaming service, you got to have stuff up there. Why wouldn't they just dump their whole library? I, then maybe it's also like, well, some of these comedians who haven't been on TV in a while might might start raising some hell. We might no, get some lawsuits. They signed our rights away completely because yeah. I remember when it went off, they took it to South Africa. Yeah. So Trevor Noah's crew came up to me at uh, a Just for Laughs thing. Not, I never met Trevor Noah, but his like his his uh, they're like his best friends. But he brought them to do the show with him. And then the guy who runs Comedy Central in South Africa, and we were like the first comedy they had seen 
after post-apartheid because they just kept playing last comic over and over and over again. Oh, really? It was the craziest thing. They were like, we watched you over, we know. And they were like recited my act, the only act that they kept approving for me on that show. So it was interesting, but we don't even get credit for reality show. Like we really like Bonnie and I fought Bonnie McFarlane, who is one of my best, best friends right now. Like I love her so much. We're like sisters but we fought like crazy people because the producers lied to us. And right. like, and, I, and then, I, you know, you can tell. I hate, like even talk, even see Tammy talk about this. I'm just, I have so many thoughts and so many things popping in her head. And I don't even know if people are interested in old school. I mean, yeah, it I don't was know. On, you're right. I'm sorry. It, no, it was, the I'm show interested. was 15, 20 years ago, but I'm just thinking, our show had a sexual harassment lawsuit where we had to stop filming. Yeah. And it, we all, there's so many times where we had to go in, into a tent and talk to uh, really? an NBC. Yeah. So, but you wouldn't have a racial thing where they lied and told Corey that we were afraid of him, which was a big lie. Yeah. There is an episode. I guess, John, do you feel like hearing this random story? Yeah. I have to pee so bad, but I do want to hear it. Why don't so y'all talk about something else for five seconds, and I'll be right oh, back. Hold on. I have a uh, – okay. No, don't tell me to hold on. I have well, to go now, I'll tell you where I'm going to be. How about that? You okay. Well, hold on one second. Let me play this. Moving on. Nope. That's not it. <laughs> we'll be right back. I'm just addicted to it. Oh, yeah. Just all around cool. They're awesome. Number one. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So I always think, uh, anytime I see like Josh Blue or John Reap or I, I don't even know the other people want it besides a lot Eliza that, and Alonzo. Oh, and Alonzo. And yeah, they are weird. Okay. They uh, here's why I feel old school is that they no never had to perform like all no. those seasons that were on. They, like the the uh, the winners did. And now I sound like old and crotchety, but like one set. I think on our show, because you made it to the uh, the final. So you were on every episode I was. Yeah. Um, which was great because that meant we both got health insurance for a year. Right. I remember. I'll never. Yeah. <laughs> that was that's how I ended up getting therapy. That's why I don't punch people in the face. Yes. Uh, so that was. Insurance. But, but we performed. Right. Because how it worked was somebody said you're funnier than them, which is horrible. Right which was just horrible. It was horrible. I still have nightmares about that. Then you would have to perform if enough people voted for you. Right. If, if you had more people say that they were funnier than you, then you would have to perform that night. And you then have to pack up all your stuff. What? Remember you that? You had to pack all up all your stuff to go to and, the theater. And then when you, when they would give results of who won the head-to-head competition you both had to perform again is how they originally did it. So, so if I got challenged, right, if I got challenged and went against whoever, we both would perform. Then the next day or the next episode, I'd perform again. And so did the person who you went against again. So you do four sets and then you would get kicked off the show. It, you, you just ended up doing a lot of stand up, which was good. Yeah. I, I ended up, I did not say I was funnier than Todd uh, Glass, but somehow we had the equal number of votes. So we yeah. were tied. 
Yeah, um, so then it was that form of reality yeah. showness where every you have conspiracies and you had, you know, um awesome editing. The the one I did, I even showed it was of us, Tammy. We're we're sitting around fire and we're plotting against who if so and so votes for so and so, then that'll leave us open. But then watching the edit, you see I might even be they cut to me wearing a different shirt. Yeah, yeah. Staring at the fire. So it looks like I'm contemplating. Like it literally looks like Tammy threatens me. Well, if you don't vote against Alonzo, but I'm not even in the room when she says it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, it was just edited so I remember when they Tammy had a huge rep, not not a huge reputation of always like I'm the Italian girl. She literally said she was Italian. One, I think you have one, you had one bit. I had one bit, and, one bit. It, yeah. and it just got played or how they did it. It just seemed like you were saying it all every time. time. Yeah. And it was so uh, funny because well, you always talk. Yeah. Sorry. And then I would get these things because Sopranos was big then. And right. there was one time they had, we were all in our room. It was me, you, Kathleen, aunt, but Kathleen and Alonzo were out on the tour and Jay London, because it was, we were, we were in a, I say tour because we were in a castle, like a porn castle, like porn a real castle. castle. Yeah. Um, and they a were out smoking and it looks like I was just saying to aunt, they really, you know, they had characters back then. That was the cool, we were doing, we thought we were in a competition, but they were creating a reality show that was fake. And <laughs> they showed when they, we're all talking about our strategy and then, but it looked like I go, what are they going to make, you know, talk about what do, they do like Italian? Like I want his family dead. I want his house burned to the ground. And I was joking, but they made it like I was re- like, there was a whole other thing where I was walking away from Bonnie and went upstairs in the dressing room and I was upset and they cut it when they played it on TV. I had no mic on or anything. They showed, they put the cry on, the words underneath. I thought I was in private. I wasn't trying to freak out in front of the camera. In that same room, they must have been filming us naked, too. Like, oh, they, man. it was crazy. Just, it was insane. It was so I remember crazy. that, even though it happened so long ago, because I didn't know you then. So then you'd watch the episodes, you know, wow. and, and you'd go. The, the, the thing was, I've, you said, I've been to, I've been to war, bitch. Right. Remember that? That like yeah. that was the ex- but it literally is the story that Tammy just told us. It really was. So then when we're watching the show, the producers would go, you know, wow. Tammy's saying she's been to war and you have not. And you're like, who the fuck? What is that? Like that's how right. it used to get you. The producer yeah. would say something. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? And now that hearing this stuff, like you're they so lucky. should really should put it up on the peacock and, and release footage never seen before, because imagine all the shit they cut out. I would oh, like to watch it and talk about it because I literally started watching the show yeah. when, when I knew that I was like on the show and I knew I was going to be in the live finals. Right. So I started when they started airing the show, I had people over, we had champagne midway, like for week four, I'm in my house sitting on the floor with the lights off, trying to watch the TV because I didn't want anybody to know I was home. I was so sickened by the way it was edited. And like John said, like you, we had different clothes on. That wasn't, there was yeah. a day that I made everybody, peanut. after we came back from our challenges, I made everybody whatever food we had, whatever, peanut butter, jelly, I don't know what it was. And I made one for Jay London, but they made it look like I didn't give him one. Like people are sick. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. They had they edited the one of the biggest not fights in the story, which was it was really intense, and I don't remember if they. Hey, John, real quick, hang on. I want to address one comment. Randy Power is saying the show became scripted after a while. I don't think it's ever Ever. scripted. Ours wasn't. It is heavily edited in a way that the producers want it to look. And you can do that with any reality show. If you have enough footage, you can make it look how you want it to look. We were never scripted. When we got on stage and did our comedy – that was us doing our comedy that we wrote. So I yeah. want to make sure that people know it wasn't what? scripted. It was edited. <laughs> Ross, Mark, shut up, yeah. Ross. You know, Ross. love you, big baby. Uh, you know that NBC threatened us to us when they brought back. They they told us it's final five, final five. And then they brought Jay London back to do the final six. We thought we were in a real, we thought we were in a comedy competition. So then we all threatened to quit and they said that they would sue us for $50 million. And we all went back to work. And that's <laughs> oh, so, yeah, that's we love you, Ross Mark. That was well, Ross, Ross Mark, one of the producers of Last Comic. One of my favorite <laughs> stories. Amazing. About about Tammy, we we had to do a thing, John, where we were on a bus the last comic bus and we were driving around Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, we love you, Ross. Yeah. And Todd Glatt, we're all in, we're all in this bus. And then there's a follow van that follows you for audio. So all the tech guys are always just kind of in, and everybody is always mic'd. So Todd Glass yells out, like you're passing all the people who are dressed as characters on sunset. He yells out. Yeah, this is crazy. He goes, uh, uh, uh he goes, Nice dick, Spider Man just yells it because Spider Man's outfit is so tight. Yeah, and he doesn't wear underwear. Remember <laughs> what? He didn't have underwear on. He didn't have underwear, so you saw what size. It was an outline of everything, huh? And then Todd says, "I don't know how to tell the story." Todd says, "Nice, nice uh, pants," and then he says the f word. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that just to not be. Uh, yeah, but not, not, uh, not. The F word that you can't say anymore. We can all say. Oh, not the four, the, the five letter one. Yeah. 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 The, six. yeah. Six. He says, six. nice, whatever. <laughs> so then Ant is in the van or is in the thing. And he's very proud. And, and very, very proud. proud and very gay. And says, why would you say, uh, call that guy the F word? I'm, I'm offended that you said the F word. And then Todd says something back to him. I don't even remember what. They were fighting, yeah. They were fighting, and then Ant goes, that would be like if I yelled, and then Ant yells the N-word. And then we all went oh, like this. Me, so John, then me, Aunt, John, Kathleen, just went, oh. So we're in there, and then Corey Holcomb, do you know Corey Holcomb, John? Yes. Uh, Corey is sitting in the back, moves up to the front, of where Ant was and sits right next to Ant. Mm-hmm. And Corey said, say that word again. Ooh. And then Ant did this gay guy thing where they even get more f- flamboyant. Yeah. And started saying it repeatedly. Like, and, 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 and like, I don't remember that because I checked out. I'll be no, that, didn't so, make it on, that didn't make it to air, did it? No. So then. Okay. Corey goes, and I'll never forget this because Corey is all Corey has like the is always like, I wish I had an inner uh, Corey Holcomb because I'm so not tough. I right? love Corey. And so, he's so, so it's so like just to be that. And I just remember him going, You think I give a shit about these cameras 
or this TV show? You think this, this means shit to me? Yeah. I'll take off. And he takes off his, his mic. He rips his mic off. You know, it's taped on you. Wow. Ripped it off, throws it down. And he's like, I will. And I got I will in not. between them. I remember that. And he's sitting in between them. I got in between them because I'm like, come on, come on, come on. So we're literally in our microphones, like like we're trying to call in the, 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 the SWAT team going, yeah, you guys from that other van could probably come up. Could probably let us yeah. out of this uh, yeah. bus at abort, any time. abort. Yeah, we're like, we're probably we've had enough of this. So I remember Tammy just gets up and moves. She it just was, gets, yeah, it was palatable. Because Corey's like, I don't know how big Corey that would kill is. Aunt. Kill, kill. So then he moves, and then maybe Alonzo calmed Corey down. I believe. Mm-hmm. Um. So then somehow everybody in the bus is crying now. We get back to the porn, uh, porn castle, and then that's a wrap for the show. So, uh, that was a vote night, though. That that's oh. the problem. That's how I ended up going against Todd because <laughs> then they went and told they told Corey that I said I was afraid of him. I am not afraid of Corey Holcomb. I loved Corey Holcomb. I wasn't yeah. afraid of him that night. I was afraid of that situation. That situation was extremely volatile, and I didn't. I so was. I tried to calm him down. And here's how insensitive I am. So now Ant is saying he's afraid of Corey and we've been staying, we've been eating turkey sandwiches with no air conditioning in this porn house just to make sure that everybody was in a bad mood. Um, they sent Ant to like a four star hotel that night. Right. So we could get over. They sent him to a safe space. It wasn't safe. Yeah. So they sent him to a thing and just the whole time I, I was, you know, now pissed going, Oh, I'm going to be afraid of somebody. So I can get out of this house. I, he also made phone calls. He was calling people, trying to figure it. It was so great. Yeah. So then, yeah. So then that night, it was me and Kathleen Madigan. I think we were just sitting around and we were having drinks. And then they got us drunk enough where I threw a, a garden gnome into the pool. And yeah. then that's when I got, uh, that's when I got a bunch of hate mail because apparently I, you don't throw honestly, garden gnomes. I got to go back and um, I wish there was a way I could watch your season. You won't like me, though. They made me so unlikable and then asked people (laughs) to vote for me. I'm like, how can I get people to vote for me? Honestly, look, I I didn't watch a whole lot of the seasons before me. Yeah. So that means it includes you guys. I just know you from L.A. hanging out with you (laughs) one-on-one before Last Comic Standing existed, seeing you in clubs. Uh, shooting the shit in the green room. That's how I know you. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) So by the time last comment came around and you guys were on it, I was like, oh, I'm happy for him. I didn't see it. But now hearing these stories, I want to watch it. There's some good, if they showed it, like, and this isn't all, there was one episode, I think we were in the finals. um, And again, it's weird talking about a show that was on almost 20 years ago. Nobody's going to remember any of this stuff. But we're all standing on this stage and there's just a faux backdrop. It looks all glittery and gold. I don't even know, you know, where somebody's going to get voted off or something. And we're standing on our marks, the tape that's just on the stage. And Gary Goldman's there. Tammy's there. I forgot who else was there. That was, Probably that was part two of the season. Are you so, going to talk about what, how Gary I got involved was, in that one too? Yeah. Yeah. So Gary's this, sitting there and, Gary to me is the one of the nicest guys ever and one of the funniest. And yeah, sweet, like literally sweet, sweet man. Jay Moore walks by him 
and all I see, you just see Jay. Wait, Moore, I have to say one thing. Uh, okay. Let me just say this. Jay had been nitpicking and going at Gary for months. By the time this is, you're talking about our okay. season 2A, which was at our season got so popular that after the Olympics, they started another one, season one versus season two, which was pure competition. Yeah. Jay had been saying little things to Gary for months. Okay. Really undermining his manhood, his girlfriend, his act. And I think that was the day. Okay. So, okay. Yes. Yeah, so I didn't know any of that. So wow. Gary, Gary Goldman, find him on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. So Gary Goldman's what? Six, five. Yeah. That guy is was a rower. Or I think he wrote like, anyway, he's as he's a physical, like a specimen. Yeah. He's a, just a big night. So I, I'm standing there. Uh, not even paying attention because some of those days are long and I'm just staring at my feet going, how much longer are we going to, or what even, what are we uh, recording? And you see Jay Moore walk by just, and he says something to somebody. Then I swear it happened this quick. It was 20 years ago. Then all I saw was Jay Moore's feet lift off the ground. (laughs) Almost his feet are now almost to my, to my shoulder length. So Goldman grabs him. By the neck, by the throat, by the neck, not like not a shirt, by the neck, and does this, this move, you, like ever. It's not even you wouldn't do it to a little kid, but you just hold like it's Thor. You'd hold. He ran him across the stage, sprinted. So you're halfway on the stage. He has him by the neck and is sprinting him across the stage. And there's a big ass faux wall as a set. Slams him against that. And this thing felt like, right, Tammy, it was two stories high. Yeah, And you saw this whole wall just go, it starts wobbling. And then you're looking at it going, this is coming down and it's going to crush all of us. Right. And and then he uh, drops him. No, not one crew member. Yeah, not one crew. Not again, not one union guy walked over there. And then you just hear it was a wood floor. You just hear Tammy probably had like dress shoes on or, or just, I just hear her heels just click, 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 <laughs> click, click. It just touches Gary and, says, and she said like, Gary, let's go. Or just something. Gary, you don't want to do this. I just, I just literally gently went up to him and I was like, Gary, you don't want to do this. Yeah. Not, because we all had Barry, Gary, myself. I don't know. Barry wasn't my manager at the time, but Jay and Gary had, Barry Katz is their manager. Mm-hmm. I just knew that it would, I mean, I'm so happy with Gary's career, but at the time I was so worried that NBC was going to freak out. I was just like, Gary, come on. You don't want to do this. I do remember that out of the corner of my eye, Ralphie was running around the back of the stage as I'm trying to call, like Ralphie wanted no parts of the confrontation <laughs> between Jerry and Gary. And, Gary and, Jay. and then See, I didn't know any, uh, gosh, they got her. Put this stuff out there. They got a whole new show. Goldman drops uh, Jay, right? Literally drops him. Mm-hmm. Walk right back to his ex or the 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 mark, your mm-hmm. mark on the stage that was right next and just stands there. And I, again, I could have some of this twisted. I swear five minutes later, the lights were on and we shot whatever or something. No, it, it didn't out. happen that way. I took, <laughs> I, took, I took Gary to the back. Oh, okay. And, and, and I think... Alonzo came back there with me. I think you did too. Just, I think you were in shock, but you came back and we were trying to calm Gary down. And then all of a sudden Jay came back 
Oh, that's right. To apologize, but we were like, "Get the hell, go, yeah. just get out of here," because <laughs> we're not going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I um. Family I fun. Got some follow up questions. Family fun. Comedy. We loved each that's other a lot though back then. It was such so, an amazing. So Jay time. Jay Moore was the host. Yes. Yes. Why? Why was he giving Gary hell if he's not in competing with him? He's just just being a bully, just busting balls. I think he was just busting balls, but I think he just did too much for too long. Yeah. I don't think it was. You know what I mean? They were friends. They had the same manager. They, you know, okay. I, I I just think it was the the last straw. He was doing a thing about you know I don't even want to say because it you know I'll tell you another time. But he was saying some stuff, and it was just I think Gary had just had it. It got personal, maybe, and yeah. it's just had yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And don't forget, I think that they had wanted Gary to win that season because he didn't have a goodbye package the first season, and that didn't happen. But thank mm. God, look at Gary selling out everything now. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's um, amazing. Got one of the best bits about license pl- no states I mean, names. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. It's a yeah, great bit. I love him. I mean, I, I I've cool. known him since you know, like just from LA at the going to Dublin's and the comedy store and seeing him in the back of the room, still writing before he went up there. Right? Well, yeah. I, I, I wish they should play it and play all the. Uh, we the, should play okay, it and okay. stop it and talk about it. Maybe that's what we we need to do because it's insane. Oh, well, that would be a good show. Ross Mark, who's who's chiming in, he's the only yeah. one who get us in trouble. We got to talk to him. Make sure he keeps his pie hole shut. Yeah. Who, who you talking about? Ross Mark. I don't know who that is. Ross Mark was the reason I have a career. Yeah, Ross Mark was my manager, but also did oh. the Tonight Show, and also they were yeah. uh, producers of Last Comic Stand. Between oh. him and Bob Reed, I wouldn't have yeah. a career if it wasn't. Oh well, then hello, Ross. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm John Reap. His uh, his stepdad is Bud Friedman. You know Ross. You've had to. I uh, probably do. You've yeah. met him. Yeah. And he's got a garage workout that's you, you know, know, look, the profile pictures are this big. I can't see what people look like on, you know. Yeah. I got a tiny screen I'm looking at here. But uh crazy, crazy. I'd love to tell some war stories too. Um, you know, my season it was me. Yeah, uh, me. Lavelle Crawford, Amy Schumer, you had Jerry D. Um well, yeah. It was a lot of uh a lot of people on that one. Ours was different than yours. We didn't have to live together. That that's a whole nother ball game. <laughs> but we'll save it for next time. We're already over like an hour and a I'm half. Sorry. All right. Yeah, because Reap had to live with me for three days. Oh uh, my god! Past weekend, and that was a thing. And Tammy, the reason why we had you on is because we were going to convince you to get me, me and Reap to come to your neck of the woods, and we'll have a big blowout party. But we might have to move that on to next week because we got all uh, twisted. Well, well, let's do it, and then you let me come hang out with you guys in your hometowns. Yeah, Tammy, can you zoom in again next week or another Monday sometime? Yeah, yeah, for sure. What's next month? Yeah, I can I do mean, it. Because we do these every Monday at 8, and uh, I'd love to, to do this again. Sorry. Well, thank you. I'm sorry if I talk too much. Not at all. I'm happy I, to see you guys. I, yeah, likewise. I love it. You're mm-hmm. great, and thanks for doing it. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to hear more. I was Seriously, I want to hear more <laughs> stories about that season. That is insane. I didn't know that Gary choked out. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the girl who did, performed in the bikini. This that we never got. We for, I get, forgot about. Oh was, yeah, we didn't even get to the to the time that they had no food in the house and only alcohol for us for for a day and a half. I did, and then I'll tell you. I, well, I did something. Well, uh, crap. Well, it wasn't crappy. It was supposed to be funny, and then it got taken as crappy, and then everybody hated me. 
How's that? Save for, it for next week and everybody hit the share button. No one cares about this show. I feel so embarrassed. I don't even use it in my credits anymore. Now I feel I embarrassed. Do. I open with it. Me and Reap just performed with <laughs> each other. Yeah. We have we have, <laughs> we have last time standing headshots. Yeah. yeah. We were yeah. Uh, we, we had a whole podcast called Last Podcasting for a minute. Yeah. Well, if we go to AGT, we could put we could say as seen on AGT, even if we're in the audience, because so many people did that during That's last right. Time. Everybody's we gotta follow that. We gotta have Josh Blue win. We have to, if, if he's even on. Yeah, that's going to be my goal. Well, John, we'll save right. we'll save this uh, thing for next time. All right, let's do. Uh, okay, how about this? How about this, John? Ready? Here we go. Lock it in and rip the knob off. You're tuned in to the number one show on the planet, the Heffron and Reap Show. That was it. That's all I'm playing. Goodbye. Yeah. Be safe. Have a wonderful. Uh, well, a week. We'll see you. Do the one, not the long. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They Heffron and Reap have the self-esteem so please validate them by ranking them and making them seen so no matter what